Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. Some talk shows think all of their opinions are right. This one, this one knows they are. This is Perception is Reality. Christopher H. Bilbrey is a no-nonsense, well, maybe a little bit of nonsense, political activist, local government watchdog, and all-around good Hoosier and God-fearing American citizen. Is this guy for real? Holding lawmakers accountable and educating citizens on the importance of participating in their local government with a dab of national and world politics and a little pop culture and maybe some real-life common sense. This, this is, is Perception is Reality. And this is Christopher H. Bilbrey. was just talking and talking away and there was no sound coming out. I couldn't hear anything, but I guess that's good. I was yelled at a time or two ago for talking during the intro. How are you all doing? It is the 20th episode. We're at episode number 20. I cannot believe it. Episode number 020. I just uh, can't believe that we're this far along and yet still so far away. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, well, uh, welcome everybody. This is Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. I am him. Uh, Thank you for listening. However, you're listening. On one of the podcast hosting sites or at perception.fireside.fm. I want to thank you for tuning in each and every episode, every Tuesday and Saturday, and uh, or whatever day that you listen. Ratings, the viewers, downloads, listeners have been up. And I'm just going to ask you just briefly, just once, quickly... Continue sharing the show, getting the information out, and either bringing me to new people or bringing new people to me one way or another. It is making a difference. And the easiest way to do it is having people go to perception.fireside.fm. It is making a difference. We're making an impact, and that's what's important. So thank you all for that. That's kind of what we're going to talk about in tonight's episode. Episode 20, I'm calling ASL. Now, for any of you that are old enough to remember the old dial-up, internet, modem, dial connection, the AOL, when you'd get home from school or after work, and you'd log on to the computer, you'd fire that old bad boy up, and you'd hear that hideous screeching noise... Thank <laughs> you. 
Welcome. You've got mail. Oh, boy. And the first thing you would do is you'd check that mail, and then you'd get logged into a chat room, and you would immediately type in A-S-L. And that meant, for those of you born after all that craziness, age, sex, location. And what that is, for all of those that don't understand, you were asking the opposite sex, or you were asking the perverts in the room, it was all a bunch of men more than likely, you were asking them for their age, their sex, and their location, because you were hoping that it was a 16-year-old, excuse me, when you were 16, you were hoping that it was a 16-year-old blonde female that wanted to chat with you and, you know, do all of that. So that's ASL for people who would have been getting the internet in the late 90s through the early, early 2000s when we had dial-up. But that's not the ASL that I'm talking about tonight. No, the ASL that we will be talking about this evening is apathy, stupidity, or laziness. And those... (laughs) aren't really fun words or nice words, and I I will get into what I'm talking about, but I feel like these words really mean a lot when we're talking about what we're trying to do. They really go to explain why this is an issue, why this podcast exists, and why we're trying to fight against all of this to either do away with the apathy, do away with the stupidity, or get people off their asses and away from the laziness. So just on the other side of this quick break, we're going to be back, and I'm going to be chatting with you all about ASL. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. So why did Muncie have such a lower turnout during the primary? Why did Winchester only vote less than 600 people in May? Why is all of this crap happening? Why has Muncie been the haven for corruption and been okay with the title of Little Chicago for the last forever. Why does this happen? We have to talk about why politics and corruption and politics and dirtiness and politics and snaking and politics and just nastiness, why there's a level of dirtiness when you're talking about being a politician or a candidate or an official. You know, why do people look at that as being a bad thing? You know, because when I was young, I always looked at being a police officer officer, an attorney, a fireman, the mayor, a city councilor, as a big deal and something that's important and good or noble. It's a public servant. It's something that's for the good of the people and people should really get behind and like. And then I was smacked in the face with people's perceptions and or possibly the realities of what was happening. And uh, I quickly saw that hey, this doesn't seem to be normal or right. There seems to be problems here. And I quickly learned that people looked at that kind of stuff, being a politician, as something that's bad. But then you have to ask the question, you know, why do people look at that as something that's bad? And moreover, 
if these people are bad, why are the voting populace not changing this? And then, you know, you kind of really grow up and you start looking at numbers and you realize that people just seem to not give a crap, that people don't go out and vote, and that as people start to grow up and they get out from high school and they go on to college and then they settle down and they start working jobs they're going to be at for a while or careers, they get married and they start having kids, you know, they start having a family and paying a mortgage and paying car payments and doing things that adults have done for forever, they're still faced with the same thing that people in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and the 70s were faced with, more or less just because, basically, when you're looking at a large group of the population, even though times are different, you go through the same things. When you're middle school age, you do these things, and when you're in high school, you do these, and college, and then, you know, everybody just kind of does the same thing even though we're all different and the times are changed. When you start settling down, in the past, people started paying attention to things like property taxes and what was going on with paving the roads and snow plowing and trash removal and crime. And it seems as though the people who are 30... 35, 36, 40, today in 2019, don't really care. Or if they do care, they don't care enough to do something about it. So this is what I'm trying to focus on because I'm just trying to understand why in today's world we don't seem like we really care the way we should on matters of the local elections and our local city, town, county governments, which we really should care about. And I say this, it breaks down to being apathetic, being stupid, or being lazy. And each and every one of those we can fix, correct, or overcome. And so we need to just kind of understand this, understand why it's possibly happening, and look at ways to correct it. So, for those that don't know, or you might be a little confused, apathy is defined as feeling indifferent or lacking emotions. And now, I want to talk about being apathetic here for a little bit. Because I feel like apathy is a big part of what the problem is. I feel like people think that it doesn't matter what they say, it doesn't matter what they do, that the politicians, the elected officials, they're just going to do whatever they want, they don't care what people say. And I understand why people feel that way, because we have people in office, and people do get in office, who will do what they want and who will try to not listen. But here's the deal. The people have the power. The people do have the power to stop that. So if you get a person in office that's doing that, then you get them right out of office. But in order to do that, this is almost like a witch came first, the chicken or the egg. You know, okay, in order to get the bad person out of office, you've got to be not 
apathetic and you've got to be willing to get out and work and to do that stuff. But because the bad person's in office, you feel apathetic, so you don't feel like you can, so you don't get out and do anything, so they stay in office, which makes you feel apathetic. And that's what we got to kind of break that cycle on. So I want to give you an example. I've talked about this before. In my hometown of Winchester, from like 1980s to 2000, there was a gentleman who was mayor. For like 30 years, this man was mayor. Now, I'm not saying anything bad about his policies. I'm not saying he was a bad mayor. I'm not saying he was particularly a good mayor. I know that a lot of people say that he was a good mayor. And I think sometimes they get that confused with him being a good man. And I know that I've heard people say that he was definitely a decent man. As far as being mayor, I think that part of why we're in the position we are today is because of his 30-year reign. I feel like people did one of two things. They said, oh, Jack Fowler's got it. He's been mayor for 100,000 years. We don't need to worry about this. He's at the helm. Or people was like, oh my God, there's nothing we can do. Look, he's been mayor for 30 years. Nothing changes. Oh well. And either one of those causes apathetic behavior because people just say it doesn't matter and they feel indifferent and they don't go to meetings and they don't ask questions either because they liked him and they thought he's doing a great job and so there's no reason we have to worry about it look jack's got the deal he's got it going on he's running the show he's running the store nothing bad's gonna happen or people thought, oh, God, he's running the show. He's running the store. Everything's bad, but there's nothing we can do. Look, he's been mayor for 30 years. It's the same thing I've heard in Muncie and Delaware County growing up as a kid forever. All of the dirty politics and the corruption, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. The producers of this show, Kate and Niles Thornburg, we're talking to an elected official, and he actually told them, it's this way everywhere. Well, that type of perception is horrible because it makes self-fulfilling prophecies and it drives apathy. And we have to figure out a way to break that. I have people that contact me constantly that are calling me, that are texting me, that are emailing me, that are hitting me up on Messenger, on Facebook Messenger, or that are commenting on my wall or getting me through other social media, stopping me out in public, and they're talking to me. And they do one of a number of things always. They get a hold of me and they say, I've got information for you, or I have something that you need to know, or something that I think that you need to know, and they give me information. And they say, run with it. And there's a percentage of those people that let me use their name, that give me their full information and say, yeah, I'll go on record saying this or that or whatever. And then there's a group of people who contact me that either work in the city buildings or work within the government buildings or are connected to the politicians or the candidates. And so they need to remain anonymous. And that happens or there are people who are citizens who will contact me who do not like what's happening, but they don't want to speak out. And I always 
tell them, I will not burn you as a source. I won't name you if you don't want me to. But let me tell you this other side of things. If you came out with me and we said this and we came out together, I'll be here to help you. You'll be here to help me. It's easier for them to poo-poo one person. It's harder for them to do two, and it's harder for them to do five, and it's harder to do 50. So the thing is, if people are willing to move forward and willing to come out and say, hey, this is what's going on, this is what I know, this is what the problem is, because there is power in numbers, that's a real thing, that's a real saying, and it means something for a reason. You know, in politics, you'll always hear the silent minority, or the vocal majority, or the silent majority, or vice versa, however they want to spin it. And a lot of times that's very, very true. Okay, so talking about being apathetic, or why apathy creeps in and stops people from getting out and getting informed, or getting involved, or knowing who's running or knowing who's in charge or getting out and voting, we have to take a look at that. Why does that happen? And more importantly, what can we do to correct it? And I'm going to use an example close to home here for a second to really detail out somebody being apathetic. And the example I'm going to use is my lovely mother. Sorry, mom, you'll probably hate this. But here's the deal. My mother was involved, as far as employment, in county government. And she was involved with having to walk for candidates. And her mother, my grandmother, the one that got me involved with this stuff, she was a politician and worked in county government. And I worked for, you know, the government as a police officer and and then worked in the prosecutor's office and did all of this. So my mother hated every bit of this. My grandmother and I were always madly in love with it and have always been political. My mom hated it, hated election day hated walking, hated the back-and-forth politics, and was very, very apathetic, just indifferent, and did not give a shit. Just hated it. Matter of fact, she's told me that if I ever run for something again, she is not helping me, she hopes I lose, and that she will disown me. And, and I believe that because she very much hates politics in that way. Along with that, she never paid attention to anything at the state or national levels. However, about a year ago, something changed, and I don't know exactly what changed. I just think it's where we are in the world, and she just started paying attention to national politics, and she started researching stuff, and she started telling things, and I want to say this. I am as invested in national and state politics as I am local politics. But just on the podcasts and for the purpose of trying to engage people, at this point, I'm just focusing on the local. So I know what's going on with senators and I know what's going on on the national level and Trump and I've got opinions on all of that. And we can talk about that sometime if you guys so tell me that's what you want to talk about. But 
Right now, my focus is gearing citizens up on the local levels. And so I started coming around my mother, and she started saying things about, like, Trump and what was going on and Nancy Pelosi and started talking about Trey Gowdy. And I was like, wait a minute, how do you know all of this? What What's going on? And she started telling me she was researching things. And I was like, oh, this is great. And then I would bring something up, like, on the local level, and she had no clue. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, you need to understand what's going on locally. That is just as important. And she's like, nah, I just don't care. You know, it doesn't matter. It's the same old people, blah, blah, blah. And that's what I'm talking about. That type of apathy of just the burnout that everybody is just the same. And that's like specifically for the city of Muncie, you have a little bit of help right now. The FBI is doing this investigation. And I believe that when it is all said and done, that the FBI is going to make a major dent in what's going on in the Muncie, Delaware County area. Now, the voters and the citizens and the citizens that should be voters of Muncie and Delaware County have a serious choice to make. And that is, are you going to get off your butts and vote for the right people to fill the holes of the places that, of the people who were taken out by this corruption investigation? And are you going to try to send the Republican and the Democrat parties in the right direction and thus send the city and the county governments in the right direction? Or are you going to replace that crap, the corruption, with more of the same? And you have a big choice to make. We have that same question going on in Winchester. Are we going to try to do what we can to pull out of this mess that this last administration has made? Or are we going to continue to play around in it? And you can ask that same question of your community wherever you are, whether you're in Indiana or New York or California or Washington or Florida or wherever. If you have people in office currently right now that are not serving your needs, if those officials are not serving your needs, then get up off your butt and do something about it. Don't be apathetic. I talked to a buddy of mine at work who is also, like my mother, very political when we talk. He's intelligent. He knows what's going on nationally. But he couldn't give a crap less what's happening locally. Now, he's 30-some years old. He has a home. He lives in the county. He pays taxes. He pays a mortgage. And... You know, he is impacted by snow removal and he pays for police and fire protection and does all this stuff, but yet he doesn't seem to think that it's very important. Now, when we're talking about it, he seems interested, but he's just very indifferent. And that's apathy. That's the A of the ASL that we were talking about. And so I'm asking you all, what do you think we can do to break through it? Because I know that just by me getting up and asking questions and posting information and trying to hold these people accountable, others see that and think, hey, I can do that too. And I've seen 
positive impact just from my actions. Now, I've taken this in a way crazy off the rails direction. I now consider myself a journalist. I now have a platform. I now have this podcast and I am off the rails. I am by no means asking you all to be like this. Hey, if you want to be this way, that would be all the better. We would definitely have the store running great. We would be in charge of things, and the governments locally would be working the way that they needed to be, and we could go on and focus on the state and the national level. If we all did as much as I do, we would then be doing pretty damn good. But I'm not asking you to be as flaming crazy about all this as I am. I'm just asking you to get involved. I'm asking you to pay attention, to understand who your officials are, to understand who the candidates are. I'm asking you to vote. To vote! If you're registered to vote, then vote. Don't miss it. Don't set out... I, people say, well, I don't get a vote because I got to be at work before 6 a.m. and I don't get out till after 6 p.m. You can early vote for nearly a month. They have made this almost foolproof. You can vote. You can go up to the county building in your area and vote. This is almost impossible to screw up. The only reason there is to not vote is because you simply do not care. Because you're apathetic or you're stupid or you're lazy. And I apologize for being blunt like that, but that's the case. You're either apathetic and if that's the case, I understand. Let's talk about it. I can, I can pull you out of that. If you're lazy, I can give you a push. And if you're stupid, I can educate you and you can be educated. None of these are terminal. All of these can change. And, and whatever the case is, it needs to. If you're apathetic, you got to figure out what lights that fire. Because let me tell you this. Here's when people get involved, and here's when people start standing up, and here's when people start speaking out. It's when it's too late. When the government encroaches upon your rights, when they build something in your front yard that you don't want there, when they put a street through your backyard, when they take your house for imminent domain, when taxes go up way crazy high, when you're breaking your car because you're hitting potholes or any number of things and you finally are sick of it to the point where you speak out, at that point, it's probably too late. You need to get involved today because tomorrow is coming and it might not be here tomorrow tomorrow but your tomorrow will be here. And when it's here, you need to be involved, you need to be engaged, you need to know who to talk to, you need to know how to talk to them, and you need to know what your recourse is. And you will not get that by being indifferent and saying it doesn't matter. It does matter. This matters. And if you disagree with what I'm saying and the candidates that I back, I'm happy and okay with that. That's what politics is. That's the whole game. 
Don't call me an idiot because I have a different opinion than yours. Just tell me and others why your opinion is better. That's the thing. I'm done listening to critics saying, oh, he shouldn't be asking those questions or blah, blah, blah. If that's how you think, then you probably fall into the stupid category and should not be participating. But I digress. So that's the deal with apathy. If you know a way to help shake people up or to get people involved, or if you want to comment on this, if you're apathetic, if you say it doesn't matter and it just doesn't, it, none of this matters, let me know. Give me a call at 765-546-9796 and we can record your little segment and I can put you in an upcoming episode. But I want to move on real quick from the apathy because... You know, we, we went over that, and, and I feel like you should by now know if you're filling in that apathy corner, if you feel like, yeah, that's me, let me help you. Please, all you got to do is know a little bit of information and be educated a little bit so that you have an understanding of what's going on and so that you can vote. And if you're not registered to vote and you're specifically in the state of Indiana... You can get registered right now until October. I don't know when you're listening to this, but if you're listening to this between July 2019 and October 2019, if you're listening to this after October 2019, God bless you, I love you, and fantastic. Just don't pay any attention to this. But if you're listening to this between July and October of 2019, and you're not registered to vote anywhere in the state of Indiana, go to www.indianavoters.com. That's www.indianavoters.com and get registered. It takes two minutes. You can do it online from your phone in your underwear, in the bathtub, in bed, doing whatever. Get it done. Okay, so we've talked about apathy. Now let's talk about stupidity. Stupidity is just simply the absence of knowledge. And so the definition of stupid is having or showing a great lack of intelligence or common sense. And let's talk about that common sense because that's what I talk about. That's my go-to buzzword phrase. Common sense. I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care if you're Democrat. I just want you to have some common sense. And if you don't have common sense, then... We need to get you out of the way if you're a politician, or we need to get you having common sense, or if you're a citizen and you just don't understand, ask. Get a hold of me. Email me at khbilbury at gmail.com. Hit me up on Facebook at Christopher H. Bilbrey. Christopher's with a K. K-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R. Or call or text me at 765 546 9796. It's easy to do. Call me. You don't have to agree to ask me where you go vote at. You don't have to agree to ask me how you register to vote. You don't have to agree with things that I say or my actions or what I do to ask me who's running for district such and such in this area. I will get you the information you need. Or 
Don't call or text or bother me. Contact the Democrat headquarters or contact the Republican headquarters or contact the Libertarians. Social media is out there. Put it in the Google machine. Get the information. Be informed. Be educated. Be engaged. Seek a little bit of knowledge. I guarantee you, you know who the Kardashians are. I guarantee you, you know what's going on with Donald Trump and what's happened as far as the salacious, what he said, fake news, this or that, or what he's doing as far as the gossip information. You know what's going on on Big Brother. You know how the alliances and how the votes are going on Big Brother but you don't pay attention to what's going on in your local neighborhood, in your local community, in your local government where you are affected by decisions that are being made that you don't care to be informed about. And that truly is stupid. If, if it's easy for you to know and you don't, then that, that is stupid. And, and I hate to be so blunt and to be you know a dick and say that, but don't be stupid. I'm not talking about somebody that's you know having having a problem being learning disabled or that that can't understand. I, I'm not I'm not saying that, and I, I'm kind of being tongue in cheek when I'm saying all of this stuff. I'm not talking about someone that's learning disabled or anything like that. And I'm not being mean when, I, when I'm saying stupid. I'm just saying, listen, this stuff matters. And it matters today in 2019 more than it ever has. Every election, somebody says, this is the most important election ever. And I guess it's true because the election in 1970 didn't matter. I mean, it did matter back then, but that time's come and gone. So no time like the present. This election is always more important than any other election because it's currently what's happening. I understand that, and and you should too. And if you don't know what's going on, you can easily get informed. You don't have to be stupid. I mean, we can say it mild. You don't have to be uneducated as far as local politics go. You don't have to know where you fall being a Democrat or Republican. You don't have to have any kind of understanding or any kind of major uh, philosophical beliefs as far as Second Amendment or immigration policy or abortion issues. If you don't want to talk about that and you don't care what's going on with Donald Trump and you don't care what's going on with Congressman Mike Pence or this or that, that's fine. But you should have a little bit of understanding of what your city council's doing. And when they're fighting about putting a multi-million dollar drug rehab in or not, and whether that's going to help your citizens in your community or not, or they're talking about putting a disc golf course in, which could affect your use of the park, or it could increase your use of the park, or when they're talking about fire-based EMS and whether or not that's going to take away from fire service or EMS service. This is all stuff that's very important, and it's all information that you should have 
just a basic level of understanding in. I mean, you know, you don't probably need algebra. I, I'll say that. You probably should have an understanding what your local elected officials are doing and who they are. And if you don't know, you don't know where to go to get that information, reach out. It's not a problem. I have helped so many people find out who their elected officials are, find out phone numbers, get information to the clerk's office, get voters registration information, and I will help you with absolutely no judgment. But that's the S. That's the quote-unquote stupid. You can learn. Anybody can learn this information. Anybody can be informed and get informed. That's the whole point of this show. That's why you need to share this episode and share the home address, perception.fireside.fm, perception.fireside.fm, perception.fireside.fm. Tell your friends about the podcast, Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbury. Help spread this and get others engaged. Lastly, L. Not location, folks. It's not age, sex, location. It's apathy, stupidity, or laziness. Laziness. You get people who say, yeah, and that's, like to me, a type of apathy. They just... I'll get to it tomorrow. I'm not registered to vote today, but I'll go ahead and do it tomorrow. And that's why when I say when the early voting starts and the early voting kicks off in October, about 28 days beforehand, don't wait until election day because you might mess up and miss it. Go vote as soon as you possibly can. Get out and vote early. If you're not registered and you're waiting to get registered, quit being lazy. This matters. And it matters a whole hell of a lot. And it matters to a lot of people. And you're one of those people that it should matter to. This is very important stuff. Nothing will affect you like your local community affects you. That's why it's important for you to be involved. Here's what I say. I don't just want people voting blindly. If you don't have a clue what's going on and you don't know who's running and you don't know who they're running against, no, I don't want you going and voting because, yeah, there's a chance you could vote for my candidates, but, hell, there's a chance you could vote for the bad guy. So here's what I say. You get interested. You get active. You start learning. You maybe go to a meeting. You start talking to folks. You understand what's being talked about. You get an understanding of what the issues are in the area where you're concerned. Then maybe you start asking questions or you hear other people's questions. Then you start looking for answers. Then you either are happy with the answers and praise those officials, therefore you probably want to keep them in office, or you're not happy and you decide that you want to change those officials. So then you have to go to the candidates and you have to ask the candidates questions. Don't ever let someone tell you that Candidates shouldn't answer questions, that candidates shouldn't have to be as transparent as possible, 
and that you don't have a right to ask some candidate a question. They're wanting you to be their boss and they're wanting you to hire them so that they can work for you. By God, they have to answer every question possible. And if they don't want to, then they don't get the job. And it's that simple. Don't ever let someone tell you that you don't have a right or you shouldn't ask a candidate a question because a candidate that's refusing to answer a question is an official that's refusing to answer a question. And we got to start killing that stuff straight away. If there's somebody doing that, then they don't need to be in office. And we got to stop that. But so you ask questions and then you decide what candidate you're going to support and then you vote for them and you try to get others to vote for them. And then if they win, great, then you got to monitor what they're doing, because just because you like a candidate and you vote and they win doesn't mean everything's all good. They might be a piece of crap and they might be not what you need and you might need to get them out at the very next election that does happen a lot so definitely be aware of that or you lose and you lick your wounds and you keep fighting the good fight politics is a contact sport and it's ever evolving it's chess not checkers it's every type of cliche thing out there that's what it is and it's always going to evolve and it's always keeping moving and you gotta keep up with it apathy stupidity lazy if you're not educated about what's going on it's easy for you to get educated if you're lazy it's easy for someone to help you get off your ass or for you to learn and i just gotta do it Being apathetic is probably the worst of these because being apathetic means you're just either burnout, the indifference that you have is, that's that's a serious issue. And people say, well, what's the possible solutions to this? Well, I don't know that I agree with compulsory voting where they just force you to vote. Because I do agree that you should have the right to say, I am so pissed with this entire thing. I am just done with it. And not vote. If you don't want to vote, that's fine. But that should be something that is a last, last, last deal. You should vote every time you're given a chance. But I don't think they should make you. I mean, we have a First Amendment right. And if you want to protest the system and not vote, you have that right. They talk about eliminating voter registration. Would that help? And I don't know that that's okay. You know, I, I, I see both sides to it. Should you just, by right of being a citizen, be able to vote? I kind of like that, but I I see where we could get into some trouble there. So all I'm saying is for right now, the situation we have is you have to register. Nobody can force you to be registered, but you should make the decision to register. You should make the decision to get informed and to vote. You know, I hear a lot of times people say, well, I want to talk about this or I want to do this, but I don't want to get involved because I'm I'm a little afraid or I I just don't want to stir the pot. Stir the pot! That's what we got to do. This is our home. 
Something has to give across all of East Central Indiana. And I know in a lot of other places in Indiana and in a lot of other states, things have never been more serious than they are now. We are on a precipice where we're either going to get better or we're going to get worse. We're at a crossroads where we're either going to go this way or we're going to go that way. And at the crossroads, you know what happens at the crossroads? You sell your soul to the devil, and you don't want to do that. Don't sell your soul to the devil. Make the right choice. Everything that happens in the dark will come to light. We, the citizens, are the disinfectant for the corrupt, nasty, dirty politicians. We can help make local politicians be a good shining example of public service again. It should mean something that citizens and kids and people can look up to. What I used to think about when I would think about people in those jobs. It needs to mean something. It should mean something. And if the people who are in office right now are making it not mean something, and if they're making it dirty, then by God, we need to get rid of them. And we need to not vote any more of those folks in. And when it does happen, and they do get in because bad people win, good people lose, bad people masquerade as good people and we vote them in and then they do craziness, then we need to be standing there prepared. And one of the ways that you can be prepared is by keeping a good network of friends and citizens, vigilant people who are watching and be part of a network of people who can have each other's backs, citizens that care and are concerned and that are willing to go to the mattresses, that's an old mafia term, willing to go to battle with you. And that's what you have in me, and that's what you have in us here at Perception is Reality. You are a listener who belongs to a group of other listeners who are active. Let me tell you and make sure that people don't trick you into believing that nobody listens to this. We have high listener turnout. The show is doing well. We're now at the 20th episode. This takes a lot of work. A lot of work goes into making this episode. It doesn't just happen with me sitting down for an hour and knocking out an episode and putting it online. It takes four, five, six hours at a time. It takes artwork and design. It takes editing. This is a process. Perception is reality. The live video Facebook feeds where I'm up to 154, 155 episodes. That's easy. I put the camera on and I just talk live to all of you. And I get good viewership on those. But if this was just floundering, I could just pack it all in and go back to just doing the videos. But we're now 20 episodes into this, folks. I'm not doing this for no reason. I'm building this to be an empire. And 
you're helping by every time you share this with somebody, by every person you turn on to the show, every time you share perception.fireside.fm, every time you talk about this show, about each episode, by going back and listening to old episodes, by sharing old episodes and new episodes, and telling people when it airs new episodes, Tuesdays and Saturdays, unless something happens and something gets bumped, Tuesdays and Saturdays are it. We're here to be a place that you can come to and depend on. Well, that's it for us for this episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening. I'm Christopher H. Bilbury speaking on behalf of all of us here at Perception is Reality. We all want to thank you for listening and tuning in. Continue sharing the word, perception.fireside.fm. And until next time, be safe, God bless, take care of one another, and we'll talk to you real soon. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at PISRBilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com. Or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember, perception, perception is, is reality. Reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement. Oh